Hey guys, you're listening to the Harvest Podcast by Isaac Day, a podcast on faith, spirituality, and identity. Hey guys, welcome back to the Harvest Podcast with Isaac Day. In today's episode, I want to talk about isolation, which to me, it, it, this feels extremely fitting with the recent events going on in our country, along with uh, the racism um, and the coronavirus. And I just want to start off by saying, if you're listening to this, I just want you to know I care about you. I want you to know I love you. I'm praying for you, even though I may not be able to see your face or know your name. I just want you to know I'm spending time each day just to pray for the listeners that are placed on this podcast, um, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or Google or on YouTube with the video. I just want you to know I'm praying for you. I care about you, um, and I hope you're doing well. I know times can seem rough, but God is still at work like never before. He's not giving up on you. He's not forgot about you. And it's just time for us to turn our ears and our hearts to him. It's time for us to listen and rest in his presence. Now is the time to obey what he is commanding us to do, which is simply what I want to discuss a little bit here today. I want to dive into a verse in Proverbs 18, uh, verse 1 specifically. Um, I want us to explore this verse because it isn't referring to the type of isolation that we are are currently in now. This verse discusses the isolation of which we cut ourselves off from what God wants us to do, um, like pursuing our own desires, our own ideas. Um, and so I just want to start off by asking a question. Do you ever struggle to find peace in your everyday life? See, now I know this is something that I've struggled with in the past, when I try to do things my own way, when I feel like what I'm doing is something good, it's going to benefit people, it's going to benefit me, and then I become stressed, I start to worry, and I just struggle to find peace, and it's because I didn't submit that to Christ. And see, we have to submit every part of our lives to God to become satisfied, to become fulfilled, to find that peace that is going to endure and to last. See, worldly things will give you it will give you fun. It will give you enjoyment, but it won't last. And see, when we venture off and try to satisfy our own desires, we easily trip up and fall into sin. See, God is the maker of peace, but sin is a stealer. See, sin wants you to wander off so that it can trap you beneath the ground. See, sin, it separates us from God. It doesn't revoke or take our salvation from God, but it it causes us to turn away. It causes us to separate and become distant from what God has planned for our life, what he's intended for us to do. And if we don't align ourselves with God's truth, we will steer off into our own desires and we will find ourselves in a place of self-righteousness. And it becomes more about me and not about him becomes more about you know how can I make myself better and not the people that Christ has called me to serve and we become self-isolated see Jeremiah 17 verse 9 and 10 it says God searches your heart God knows your heart and see your heart is deceitful on its own 
But when you let God have your heart, it becomes made whole. It becomes reborn. You see, there's no, there's a correlation between an increase of sin and an increase of isolation. See, the more detached we are from God, the more we settle for sin and decide good and evil for ourselves. And so we can see this in biblical stories. I mean, take Adam and Eve in the garden, for example. They made their own decision of what was good and evil, and it led to a lifestyle of sin, shame, and isolation. See, they had everything they needed, but in one small moment, they threw it all away. See, that's how easy it is. One single moment and everything can disappear. It can vanish. It can be lost. Have you ever heard this, someone say the saying, you know, that won't be me, or I won't get addicted, or I'm better than that? Hey, well, news alert, you're not. See, sin will capture you too. See, sin is stronger than our hearts when we're on our own and to become right with God. See, as humans, we are really good about making our own decisions and becoming distinct from God's order. And we are good about making our own choices until we're at the bottom of the pit begging for someone or something to get us out, to pull us out, to save us. And simply, that won't be me. I won't get addicted or I'm better than that becomes your fantasy. A path of self Isolation is destructive. And we can see in the Bible when God wiped the earth with a flood because the people chose their way. Their way was supposed to be best. But it was actually just their fantasy. See, there is a time, though, when self-isolation can be good. When you choose to do it for the right reasons, such as resting, Shutting off technology or things that, you know, cause you to have worry, cause you to have stress. If you self-isolate to get away from something negative, that's okay. That is a good thing because that is you choosing to make your heart whole again. And we see many times in the Bible when Jesus did this. When he would go off by himself and he would pray and spend time with the Father. To simply connect and received the Father for himself. It was intentional. His isolation from the world was intentional so that he could be made whole again. Because see, Jesus didn't function off of other people. He didn't function off technology like we do or worldly things. He functioned by communing and being in the presence of the Father himself. See, we have to be able to do that. We have to be able to be fine alone. We have to be able to you know, be fine with our own thoughts and not to be dependent on other people's thoughts or on other people. Because when we become dependent on people, we simply make them our God. And we live, breathe off what they say or do. We become isolated in their presence. See, isolation is when we become codependent on the world and cut ourselves off from the Father. If you become codependent on the world, you make the world your idol and not your community. And then when we self-isolate ourselves from other people, 
we, we simply say that they're not enough. And we make ourselves our own God, our own decider, our own creator. And I'm not saying that there are some people that you don't need to isolate yourself from because there are, there are people that we don't need to be around. I'm talking about when you do it as a whole, as a collective, when you shut yourself out. And see, there, there are numerous verses and sayings that go along with this. Judges this one. He who lives in the world will die in flesh, will die in vain. But he who seeks the Lord will be born again in righteousness. See, I want you to I want you to jot this down on a piece of paper or something. Is that the enemy wants you to make the world your God, not the Creator, your idol, so that sin can bury you in isolation, so that you can become dependent on what the world wants and what other people want. And I want to be real with you for one second the enemy's best line of defense is your weakness your struggle the thing that has been on your heart for weeks now that you just can't seem to get off your chest the thing that has started defining you see the enemy knows where you're weak the enemy has studied you he studied your friends he studied your family and he knows the things that you care about most. And he wants to take those away from you. He wants to destroy them all. Until be, you become dependent on the world. On him. See the enemy of isolation. Knows you. And simply saying that won't be me. I won't get addicted. And I'm better than that. Is simply not enough anymore. If your heart is not right with God. The creator the maker, the enemy, will win. You can't do this. You cannot do this alone. And that's why God created this idea of culture, of ministry, of community. A place where, you know, people in your life will call you out and challenge you when the enemy wants you to be alone. These people will, you know, they'll call you out, they'll challenge you when you're doing things wrong make you a better person and you may not see it in the moment but you'll look back on it and you'll be like you know I'm very thankful that they did that see the enemy wants to disarm you I want you to be lonely I want you to feel depressed see maybe you need that friend that's going to call you out it's going to challenge you or maybe you need that motivation to go be that friend to be a listening ear you know, share words of wisdom because you know someone who's struggling. See, we are called to be the body, the hands and feet. And if we only worry about ourselves, my friends, that leads to a life of self-righteousness where it's more just about me. I want you to look at this verse in Galatians 6 too. It says, bear one another's burdens. And then in Psalms 133, it says, how good and pleasant is it when we live in unity. So you can look around and see a world that is living for themselves because they're hurt. They're in pain. And see, sin bears just as much fruit as spiritual truth does. Sin is self-isolation. It bears things like depression, anxiety, and a heart that worries. 
that can be corrected with a heart that is full of love. A heart that is willing to give up its own ways for the Lord. See, the main question about this is, what fruits are you bearing? See, John 10.10 says, The enemy came to kill, came to steal, and came to destroy. But Jesus came so that we could receive an abundant life. See, if you're hurting today, if you're struggling with isolation, if you're struggling with your thoughts and your feelings, give it to the Lord. Simply say, God, this is yours. I can't control this. I can't overcome this on my own. And the only way I'm going to do it is hope through Jesus Christ. See, I just need to ask you, are you ready to give up your own way for the abundant way? Well, hey guys, thanks for joining me on a short episode of the Harvest Podcast. And I just want to, I hope this inspired you. I hope that you took some things from this podcast today that you will cherish, hold on to, be reminded of. And if there's ever anything we can do for you, just please reach out to our team. We are always here for you. We love you. We care about you so much. And we can't wait to join you for next week's episode.